Welcome to the Soul Rollers podcast, where we discuss jiu-jitsu, life and self-mastery. Here are your hosts, Jackson Gage and William Dennis. All right, welcome to episode number 12 of the Soul Rollers podcast. My name is Jackson Gage. I'm here with William Dennis, and today we're going to be talking about William's first ever Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu competition that he participated in last weekend in Las Vegas, Nevada. And uh, after talking to him a bit this week, he mentioned a lot of uh, good points that seem very valuable as far as mindset and what he went through mentally and what kind of value he got from competing that I thought would be you know, really valuable to the listener, anybody in jujitsu or anybody in life in general, who's, who's interested in personal growth and personal development, uh, because these concepts can be, you know, transferred over to anything in life, really just like jujitsu can be. And, uh, yeah, so I'm going to just ask him about that. And if we have time, we'll go over a couple of other things and, uh, like, a kind of a plateau that I broke through recently. And if we don't have time, I'll record another episode on it. But first I want to talk to William, uh, about his uh, recent competition. So we'll get kind of right into it, man. So you had your competition last weekend and you've been preparing since before COVID. And uh, he was preparing pretty hard prior to COVID because it was scheduled uh, prior to COVID. Then it got canceled and he was prepared. He was training like nine times a week and just going crazy with training. And and uh, then they told him it's canceled. So he had to kind of reconfigure his mind. And I think they canceled it again after that, or it's kind of on and off type of thing until recently. And uh, you, what'd you know about a couple months prior that, that it was happening? Yeah, it, it got canceled. It was the beginning of December. Then it got canceled and went to January, then February, March, April, and then May. So it was okay. six months of cancellations to get to May 1st. And that's when we actually got to go. Okay. So that's, uh, that in itself is, is, has to be a little bit of a, of a mind fuck, you know, if you're concentrating on, you know, you signed, signed up for a fight and you're trying to get your mind prepared and then they keep telling you, they keep moving it forward. So you have to just kind of, uh, you know, I would say it's a, you have to keep, um, can you explain how that, how that was for you as far as just you know, trying to prepare for your, for your first battle and then them telling you, you're not going to do it. And them telling you, you're not going to do it. How was your training within that? Did you, did it go up and down kind of? Yeah, it was definitely a roller coaster. Cause you know, when I made the decision to compete, I talked to my wife and said, Hey, this is a big commitment. Cause I'm going to have to put in a lot of time to be ready to compete. And so she's like, yeah, let's, we'll, we'll all make adjustments and we'll sacrifice a little bit of the time at home so that you can be there and compete. Cause some nights I'd be there three hours straight, you know, um, training. So it would, it was making the family life a little hectic. You know, I'd have to bring the kids with me. They would sit there for two, three hours straight to, to let me train as much as I needed to. And, and so that's a lot for kids, you know, two, five and, and, and 13 at the time. So that's a lot of sacrifice from the is and we're getting home later you know it's a it's a lifestyle you know it definitely is a lifestyle so for us we made that sacrifice and then to kind of have it like taken away it's like oh man and so I was trying to balance like that much training with having the kids and dinner and you know all the daily life stuff you have to make sacrifices and make it fit so it was there was an ups and the ups and downs of it but really I think it benefited me overall because I just got that much more training in, you know, and, and you really need, <clears throat> you almost need to test yourself to kind of know, you know, I remember with back-to-back classes, you'll roll five, six rounds, and then you'll go to the next class and roll five, six more rounds. And so 12, 13 rounds in, in a, in a training session, it's like, you're exhausted, you know, after the first class and the second class really gets you. So I just remember being, he's like, okay, four more rounds. And I'm getting up like, Oh God. Cause I'm not rolling with just like easy guys. It's like all the upper belts and they, they put it to you. So I'm like, how can I do four more rounds? I don't even, I didn't even know I could do this last one. And I'm like, well, whatever he says, keep going. And I just kept pushing myself. And you really need to know that even when your body's exhausted and your brain's like, Oh, I got nothing left. You can keep going. You just go past that breaking point or that, that exhaustion point. And I think <clears throat> because I got those 
things canceled so much, it kind of helped me keep pushing through that and kind of get to that, you know, exhausted state and, and push through it. And it really helped in the tournament. It made a big difference. Yeah, I bet it did. You were, you were training hard, man. And, uh, you know, I mean, I figure, right. You're going into a, you're going into a fight like that. You might as well push yourself to the brink and cause there's somebody else who, who's there and you don't know how hard he's training. Maybe he's not training as hard as you. And that's a good thing. Cause you're going to win, you know? And, uh, also, real quick, you know, for anybody listening, I'm sure that a lot of people listening are guys like us, guys with families who are training jujitsu or maybe getting into jujitsu. And uh, and I just want to commend you for being an example for them and showing like, hey, not only am I training jujitsu, I'm training jujitsu, signing up for a competition, going multiple times a week, multiple times a day with my kids, making dinner, you know, doing everything I need to do and still going, going out there and doing it because all those things that you overcame, overcame came during that process are for one man those are uh struggles that are something that you can overcome and push you forward and for another those become excuses you know and i'm sure there's a lot of guys sitting out there with excuses that my wife won't let me train i got the kids this night you know i gotta get dinner ready Ah, i'm just gonna stay home something good there's game on tv you know and you're out there setting goals and and crushing them man so that's good shit and that's inspirational to anybody probably listening so um good for you man anyhow so you went to, so you, you're getting yourself prepared for the tournament and it, it's coming closer and how, as maybe like the week leading up to it, how, how are you feeling? Was it just kind of the same or were you getting a little more focused? Were you getting nervous? Were you, was you, were you getting in your head at all? That kind of stuff. Yeah, definitely nervous, you know, cause it's, you know, now it's, it's go time. I mean, there's no, did I train enough? Did I not train enough? How, how much should I train? When should I stop training to kind of give myself some time to rest? All those questions kind of go through your head. And again, I mean, I'm competing as a white belt, you know, so it's not like this is like, you know, master's worlds, like this, like some huge event, you know, but it is like a big deal because it's my first competition. So I just didn't know what to expect. And I'm like, man, I don't know where I'm at. I don't know how to track my progress. I don't, man, maybe I've just not done enough. I'm not even close to where I need to be. Who knows? And so there's a lot of that going in my head, just the, the uncertainty. And I kept reminding myself, like, in uncertainty is, is a ton of possibility, you know, because, yeah, it could be. That could be, have been the answer is you didn't train enough. But to me, I'm thinking, man, I don't know. A lot of the blue belts, like, you know, one of the guys I was training with, D, he's like, he's like, you, you've put in a lot of work. I really want you to tell you, like, you're really doing a lot. You're working hard. You put in the work, you're going to do great. And that kind of stuff helped just getting the encouragement from the guys and, and coach telling me, yeah, you're ready. You're going to do great. And so I'm like, well, I'm going to trust them because I don't know. I don't know what, what, where to go. So definitely in my head, I was like, oh, maybe I'll take off this day. And I don't know. And I'm sore and I'm tired. Your, your body's like trying to protect you. It seems like your mind's like, uh, you're tired. Just stay home today. And I'm like, nah. So Thursday night I went and had some vicious rolls. They were really hard. I'm like, dang, I wonder if I should be rolling so hard right before, like two days before my competition. But at the end of the day, it's, it's still jujitsu, you know, and, and it prepares you, it gets you ready, you know? And now that I've done the competition, I go, oh yeah, you need to train hard. It, it's not, it's jujitsu, you know, you do hard rolls at the academy and you get up and you go again, you know, and it's the same thing in the competition. It's the rules are different, but they're, they're very, it's very similar because you, you're still going to have a hard challenge ahead of you. And really it's all about the mentality. It's all about knowing, okay, I've done this before. I've fought through harder roles. I can get through this. So the week leading up was just a whole bunch of doubts. Like I really just doubted my capability or if I had trained enough, if I had cut corners, I didn't do enough. And then just realizing like, yeah, I'm just being hard on myself. And so I just kind of went into it going, Hey, let's see what happens. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, real quick on something that you said and, you know, because even though it's just so, you know, Oh, I'm just a white belt doing the tournament. It may not be a professional level fucking competition, but you're still, you know, 35, 36, 35. Yeah, I'll be 36 in a couple weeks. Almost 36-year-old married man with a family, you know, full-time dad. And you're out here signing up for fights, man. And we're, 
we're and you know we're in we're not out here to be fucking champion of the world you know obviously but we're doing this for the personal development side of it we're doing it for what it does for us it doesn't matter what fucking color belt you got around you signed up to go fight other dudes for the betterment of yourself you know so that's another you know anybody listening you know that's i'm sure anyone listening is here for that reason anyway you know like that's 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 why we're doing it man so um i think it's awesome what you did and i just want to hear more about it because we haven't we haven't even talked about the details so let's 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 fast forward take us in time to the morning of your competition like what you did you woke up and and were you nervous yeah i woke up at like 4 a.m just kind of awake and ready. You know, I don't know if that's just my body getting ready or what, but I remember waking up real early and going like, okay. And I just started leaning back and visualizing and uh, cause my family is still asleep, you know, in the hotel room. And I was just visualizing, just really letting go of like each move I was going to make like, Oh, I'm going to pull guard. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get an arm bar here. I'm going to do it. No, no, no. Like I just kind of let go and just kind of almost like let the match play out in my head really I was just letting it play out kind of what I could expect what could happen what and then I just started visualizing myself like kind of holding the gold medal and like really smiling big about it feeling good like wow I did it you know I went for it that kind of visualization was just kind of letting it go through my head just to kind of you know get through the early wake up and then went to breakfast with my family because I still had to weigh in and I'm under the weight so I'm usually like five six pounds under the weight I signed up for Mm -hmm. Um, so you weigh in with your gi and everything. So I had to be careful, like what I ate, you know, just in case I ended up weighing in like 140, 152. So I was under the weight. So it was good. Um, and that was after eating. So (laughs) I was probably lighter than I needed to be. Um, and so we went over there ate, and then I went to the competition and got weighed in. So I got there probably three hours before I competed. So I got there around 9am and I competed at 12. Um, and so I got to watch like my, you know, a couple of my guys go and then, uh, watch coach roll. And it was really intense, man. It was really loud there. They got music going. There's tons of people. There's a lot of guys walking around in their geese and you know how like people just strutting around, you know? And so you're like, dang, man, these guys look more confident than me or, you know, the doubts start playing. Yeah. yeah. I remember like even having shortness of breath. And so you just, I had to take some deep breaths and I didn't want to go into it and try to amp myself up, you know, because once you get amped up, there's only one direction to go from there is which is down. And so I figured I'm going to get amped during the rolls. And so I might as well let that be when I like kind of jolt up and get amped. And so I had to hang out there for a couple hours. I got to watch one of my guys compete, two of them actually. And then, uh, so that was kind of nerve wracking because I saw both of them lose one match. So I'm like, Oh shit, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but it was encouraging too, cause they were really going for it, you know, and coach was right there with them. I got to watch coach compete, which he was just smooth and cool. Like, like he's just walking out to do something relaxing. Like go, it was just like, he went out there and just, he went against guys that were like 30 or 40 pounds heavier him too. And so he went out there and just smooth as ice, just freaking submitted this guy so quick. I'm like, Holy crap. Like it was like nothing. He just got a hold of the guy and it was over. And I'm like, wow. And you could tell like his facial expressions, he was just, you know, he's a very seasoned competitor. So he knows what he's doing and he knows how to just like calmly do his thing. Yeah. And so that was kind of inspiring. Cause right after he, he goes out there, submits this guy and then goes, sits down with his son and starts reading this like kid book with him, <laughs> just being like a dad, you know, I'm like, well, wow. You know, like, dang, it was impressive. So he's, he's locked in, goes and does his competition and comes out and starts reading a book with his son and just chilling. And so it was really inspiring to see him, you know, be a good coach and be a good man and, and a good father at all at the same time during this competition. It was really cool. Right on. So what, um, so going in to this competition, did you have a specific kind of game plan for yourself? Something that you wanted to do? Did you want to try to, I know you've been working, you've worked closed guard a lot. Did you just was that the plan to try to pull close guard and work from there? Yeah. It's just like, you never know how the setup is going to work. Like, of course I wanted to get to close guard, but you know, I always want to get to close guard and, and you know, of course the guys you roll with in the Academy, they know you pretty well. So they try to avoid that. And uh, you know, even with coach, you know, it's like, I'll roll with him. And, and if I can get him into close guard, it's so hard. Cause he knows he's like, uh-uh, I don't want you to get me in your close guard, but 
I, you know, he makes me work for it. And so he knew that I had really worked hard on my closed garden. He's like, look, you stick to that game plan. You're going to win this tournament. And I'm like, what? Like, dang, is he just trying to encourage me or does he know what he, and sure enough, I mean, he just had a game plan in his head. He knew my strengths and I just listened to him. So for me, it was just like, I knew my strongest thing was closed guard, but I didn't know how I was actually going to get into closed guards, you know, because yeah, it's not yeah. that easy. You start standing up and you have to get your grips. You have to work through whatever they they throw at you and you got to figure that out. And uh, I don't know how you feel about standing up. If you feel real confident standing up and you know, all that, it feels weird, man, especially when it's, this is, this was the closest thing I've felt as a fight since I've been a cop, you know, because yeah. even hard roles in the Academy, it's like you, you get tapped or you tap them and you start right over. You just, it's just no big deal. You just keep rolling, keep going. But this, there's like a finality to this where it's like, it's very, very intense until it's over. And then it's completely over. You either win or you lose and that's it. It's done. Yeah. And so you go in there and it's like, I remember you have to sign into the bullpen. So you go walk in this line. And so there's all these competitors around me and they're the guys I'm competing against and other guys that are competing against my, one of my training partners. And so you're like, yeah, it's hard to size guys up. You don't know, like they're Not bouncing even. around acting like they're really like focusing into it. And they're like, like really pumped. And I'm like, that's e either they're very skilled or they're just acting, you know? Yeah, I just, I just chilled. I just sat back. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to chill. Let's see what happens. Yeah. You know? And, and so I didn't know what to expect. You know, the guys were bouncing around. They're looking real serious. They got their headphones on and they're really into it, you know? And I'm like, damn, is there something wrong with me? Like, I'm just chilling. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, and so it was intense. It's, you know, it definitely was intense it, there. And of course my mind does that too, but um you know you, you hear them calling out your guys in your division you're like oh shit man who like, are these other guys who are these yeah. motherfuckers yeah <laughs> yeah you get this yeah. like they're, they're all intense and they're just doing their you know they're strutting around you know what i mean yeah, i'm yeah. not saying that negatively it's just like that's how we show up you know in different ways yeah yeah so it was intense you have to sit there with them they're all looking at you they call your name and everyone like stares at you you know they're like oh that's him okay i knew who i'm going against yeah they're trying oh, to yeah, size yeah, you yeah. up they're just trying yeah. to size you up you know yeah that's that's cool man so all right so you sign up you're in the bullpen and then they uh yeah they, they, they call take you to our mat yeah, yeah they, they call, call you over to the mat yeah they call you on the mat yeah i've watched the girls do it like a million times man i get nervous as fuck when my daughters fight man yeah so i can only imagine you know how you feel when you're the one fucking fighting so they call you on the uh they call you out onto the mat you and your opponent and uh who so how was it was your first opponent who was your first opponent? Do you remember? His name was like David uh, Gonzalez or Galagoas or something like that. He was a Hispanic guy, really uh, tall dude, kind of similar frame to me. Um, uh, so he he goes out. It's like they just call you up. And I didn't know which where I was going to go. It was just coach sits down and he's like, all right, William Dennis. And I'm like, oh, OK. Did the, so I, did the adrenaline turn on when they called your name? Yeah. As soon yeah. as you because you have your shoes on, you kick your shoes off and you step onto the mat. And you walk out and the ref's there and you shake his hand. You know, I bowed and shook his hand. As soon as I stepped under the mat, my, you know, the nerves start going, you know, it's like, oh shit. Like, and so I was kind of like, cause my family's there. There's a bunch of people there watching me. Coach is there. Coach, you know? your teammates. Yeah. It's nuts, man. And then, you know, they got this timekeeper and they got all this, the monitors going and they're recording you and um it's nuts it's intense and so you're standing in front of this guy and i have i don't know him from anyone else i've never met him before and i'm gonna go grab onto him and yank him around and try and him. submit him you know and it yeah. felt like a fight it really did because as soon as they say go which is pretty quickly you know you're trying to get your grips and you're trying to you know i usually reach and i, I pull open the gi you know when i'm standing it just kind of it gives me something to you know tug onto and, and get a hold of when we're grappling but so i got got his gi open and i could tell just by the way like he's grabbing at me and we're, we're he tried to trip and he tried to do some stuff i'm like this this is real like yeah. it's on like it yeah. felt real it wasn't the way you you roll at the academy because yeah. even there you're you're it's not that you're holding back at all but it's very different yeah yeah and so it just really intense from the very beginning and it's my first match too so i was really like that was going to set the tone for like how the day was going to go. Like if you lose your first match, you're like, ah, oh, shit, I don't know. So did it, 
did it kind of, as soon as that, you know, you got your hands on each other, did it kind of slow down and you started thinking about your technique? No, it's no. sped up. Yeah. It's fast. And it's, and it's you, like, as soon as he grabs on, like he was just, you could, I don't know if you ever rolled with someone that's really like, just, they grab onto you like for like their life depends on it. They just clinch onto you and they're trying to like pull your gi off almost. I don't know. It's very like, gung-ho like like brutal like berserker type go you know so so give us a give us a little like play-by-play of your fight that first so what you remember so i go in and uh we they say go and so i'm trying to work like um kind of see how he's gonna grip me because if he's gripping on real hard i was gonna pull guard and and work towards an arm bar right away depending on how he's gripping and i did go for that but i didn't get it so i pulled guard i put my foot on his hip and i pulled down you know, pulled him into my guard almost. And I, what I do is I swing my leg over and I can usually get, if I get the elbow in the right spot, I can quickly get like an arm bar. So that's what I was going for just because of how, you know, intense he was coming at me. So we work, we shuffle around a little bit. We get grips here and there. He tries this really, it was a weak kind of like, you know, trip, but it didn't get me. I just lifted my foot over it. And then uh, I pulled guard real quick and he goes real heavy and like pressure into me. And I'm able to get him in my close guard right away. And so I was able to work my close guard, which he doesn't know I was a close guard player, of course. But um, so I get him in my close guard and he's really heavy, heavy, heavy. And I start climbing up with my close guard and I start trying to work towards an arm bar because uh, he's really pressuring into me. So um, I was trying to, you know, work my way around that. And I kept threatening, you know, both arms. I kept threatening to try to work towards arm bars on that, but I couldn't get his elbow all the way across the center line. Mm-hmm. and so he his coach I heard his coach yelling like um watch out for the arm bar watch out for the arm bar you know he was watching for it so I'm like okay he's going to be worried about the arm bar now and it, this is like it's not slowing down it's speeding up you know it's very intense you know it's not slow I wish it was like oh yeah it was cool like I was just chilling but no it's like really intense your muscles are firing it's like you're really you probably forget to breathe I probably did here and there And so that's, I think that's why you get so tired so fast, but I'm really kind of controlling his posture, really focused on just controlling him because he smashed into me. He's pressure, pressuring me so much. So I was working towards the arm bar and I knew he was going to be worried about it because he was trying to block it and kind of keep his arm in. And as soon as I, I kind of go for a arm bar on his right arm, he kind of pulled it away. And as soon as he did that, I threw my leg over and I got the triangle. And so from the triangle, like he really starts, you know, how they start stacking you and they're trying to fight their way out of the triangle. Did you, so real quick, when you threw the triangle on, did you throw, did you lock it right into a triangle or did you just get your feet over and have them, have them connected and you still had to get the angle for the triangle? I got my feet over. I got connected. I just had to get his elbow on the other side. So I had to transfer his arm over, you know, how you straighten your hips, you pull the arm over and that's when you lock it in. I was fighting him to get the arm over. And cause he's going back and forth, he's trying to get out. Cause he's like, Oh crap, I'm in a bad position. Cause that, so it wasn't a pit stop. It was an actual triangle setup, but it's just about locking it down, like getting it locked in and getting the choke set. Um, I had to get the right angle. I had to kind of set it up better, but for the most part, I was in the right position. I just had to get the angle and I had to lock it in better. So I so get him in smashing you. He's trying yeah. to smash you. Yeah. He just starts smashing. I I could feel he's trying to get out of this. And I'm like, there's no way I'm letting him go now. So I'm fighting his arm, trying to get his arm across and just trying to get the right, you know, cause you can feel when there's space, he still had some space. He was still wiggling around like crazy, um, really fighting me hard. And then I remember hearing, cause all I could hear, I couldn't hear any of the noise from the audience. I couldn't hear any other noise. I could just hear coach. Like I could hear statements from him, like words, like, Hey, get your head. Yeah. Yeah. So coach was like, get your head flat on the mat, you know, get his elbow over. You, you got to get his arm across. And so I'm like, oh crap. So I get my head flat, you know, and then I start, sh- you know, how they pushing into you to kind of stack you. So I start shrugging my shoulders to kind of slide back and uh, just keep working that. But I'm also trying to work, you know, if he's not going to give me the triangle, I'm going to work for the arm bar. So I started getting his arm in position to kind of start tweaking the arm. And, uh, skip fight. It was just like a constant fight like that for like two minutes. Okay. And then, then what happened? Did he, did you, uh, did, did he start getting tired from being in that position? 
That'll yeah. break you when you're getting squeezed like that. Fucking it'll break yeah. you down a little bit. Man. Like, so I kept working towards getting a tighter squeeze, really like sinking in the squeeze, getting the arm in the right position, getting it across to the other side. We were fighting like that for a while. Um, I'm sure he was getting tired because I was, I was getting exhausted. And then uh, I can't remember exactly now if I think that I just started getting the squeeze on the triangle and I kept fighting for the arm. And that's when I got the tap eventually. So it was like three, three something minutes, like three and a half minutes, four minutes total. Uh, I got the tap from the triangle. Did you get the arm across or he just tapped from the? Yeah, I got the arm across and then I started getting, I got it even to a position where I was attacking both like the triangle and the arm bar kind of, if you get someone in a triangle, you know how you, you can get the arm positioned. Yeah. I had that. And so I was really giving it to him and, and he finally tapped from the triangle. Nice. So it was like, Oh shit. You know, and like, it that, was nuts. Like that was, it was an intense feeling. That's probably a great feeling. Yeah. Cause it, I mean, I, I know how you, you know how it feels like when you're in a physical fight, and so it was like that. It was really intense. You're like, your brain is thinking like, man, do you have enough energy to get through this fight? Are you going to make it? Are you going to get too tired too fast? And like, you're questioning yourself. You're doubting. You're, you're like, holy shit, can I keep doing this? How much further can I go? And, you know, you have to keep reminding yourself like, hey, you've been through this hard shit. Go, keep going. You got this. Keep Like he's, he's slowing down. You got this. Keep going. You know, it was just about like kind of overriding my brain and keep pushing and so as soon as I was done, I'm like, holy shit, that was exhausting. Like my grips, my forearms were like super tense and tight and, and tired. And I'm like, I freaking won. I just won that match. Holy shit. You know? Yeah. And so it felt good. And I'm like, wow, that was nuts. Yeah. Okay. And was he cool afterward? He give you. Yeah. Cool, dude. Uh, we shook hands and uh, I told him, thank you for, you know, because he pressured me the whole time he didn't make it easy at all which i appreciated i wanted it to be hard and and so i just you know i went and shook his coach's hand um and then went to mine and coach was like hey you got this man you 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 play your clothes guard like that you'll win this whole tournament i'm like holy shit okay like no pressure you know at least i got the first one i know my brain was like all right fool i'm tired like at least you got one win let's see you know let's be done with this and i'm like no man i keep going here what else can i do you know yeah that's so awesome, my brain man. was already wanting to be done after the first one it was like uh, uh that was nuts <laughs> damn so how long of a break did you have in between to your next fight i think one other match took place <clears throat> one or two at the most i think it was one and then uh they're like william dennis you get, and i'm like oh like again like again? already <laughs> And uh, so the next guy, he was wearing a blue gi and he was a shorter guy, but I really like, according to my last opponent, like you could easily looked at him and go, oh man, he's my size or a little bit bigger. He's probably going to take me. Like, I didn't do that. I'm like, you know what? I've ruled against all different sizes in the Academy. So I'm not going to judge him as not good enough, too good, any of that. I'm just going to say, Hey, what do you got? Let's see it. Show me. If you beat me, I go, wow, damn. I didn't expect that. Great job, man. And so the second guy, he was shorter, but very stocky. And so that changes sometimes. Like when I roll with guys that are shorter and stockier, their, their game is, it's harder to do some close guard on them. Sometimes, you know, it's just different, you know, depending on the build, the guys you roll against. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, this should be different, you know, and this guy, he got to watch my first match. Cause I was the first one out of our competitors to go. So obviously him and his coach knew I was going to pull close guard, you know? Cause I saw yeah. my clothes guard the whole time. <laughs> and okay. so we walk out again and I'm like, all right, you know, shit coach says I can win this whole thing, you know? So I'm going to trust him. I don't know. I'm fucking tired already. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you go out there and it's just as intense as the first one. I'm like, damn, this is insane. Like the just intensity of it. You're standing in front of this whole freaking stadium of people, you know, it's like, Jesus, this is nuts. Yeah, yeah. And I could already feel like my nerves, like, what the fuck are you doing? Go sit down in the audience with your family, dude. What are you doing in here? <laughs> and I'm just like, well, fuck it. Like, let's see what happens. And uh, so we, um, you know, we shake hands and then they say, go. And sure enough, like, as soon as we kind of start grabbing on each other, he's grabbing my, and he pulls guard right away. And so he drops down and, uh, you know, coach has been teaching us the passing and, and to stay off your knees when you pass. And so he's pulling, he's trying to pull me into his guard and he's kind of setting it up where he has one arm over where he could have got like a triangle or something like that. And so I, I backed up a little bit to make sure he couldn't get that. I blocked that. And then I, I, 
you know, past his legs and I started moving around to pass. And uh, he got, it was like he was going for rubber guard or Williams guard or something like that, where he got one leg over the top of my shoulders and was just kind of had his leg up there. So I couldn't posture up and, and just go through for the knee cut. And so it was a little awkward right there for a little bit. And so I was trying to pass and uh, ended up like kind of getting almost a side control, but he had like his leg hooked around my uh, right leg. And so I had my knee to his hip, but I couldn't get all the way past yet. And so I, what I did is I usually just, once I get somewhat of that kind of like, I guess it's like quarter guard. I don't know what it would be. I pulled him into my close guard and uh, I guess he got points for that. I, I guess they looked at it as a sweep. I don't know. Um, so I pulled him into my close guard and I started working my close guard up right away, but I got a little too high on my close guard. And so I, I threw on like a triangle, but it wasn't like the right positioning for it. So he kind of backed out, like when you got the triangle on and then he just kind of twisted where his, where the leg was over his shoulder, he kind of twisted out and kind of, you know, got onto, uh, I guess it was side control, but I had kind of blocked his hip. And so I coach was kind of, what's funny is I could hear coach throughout. I couldn't see him. I wasn't looking at the time. I didn't know about points. I didn't check any of that, but I could hear him telling me, Hey, throw your leg up over his head kind of get some space. And so I threw my leg up over his head and kind of pushed him off me a little bit. And I was able to get my lower knee in. And then I got to close guard. And by that time, my brain is like, it was so funny. As soon as he pulled guard, my brain was like, ah, that's it. Let's just quit. <laughs> and I was like, what? Like, no, I've been working passing. I can get through this, you know, my yeah. brain, like, but he kept holding it. And he, I was, he's like, see, and my brain was just like, you're not going to get it. Like you might as well just let him sub you. And I'm like, what? Like yeah. my brain was ready to tap out like right away. It's like, oh, we're tired. Let's just be done. And it was weird. Cause like the whole match, I had to like fight my brain. My yeah. brain was like, nah, this is, this is too much, dude. This is too risky. Like, what are you doing? It was so weird. My brain was constantly like intensely trying to get the hell out of there. And Man. so the whole time I was trying to pass his guard, I was trying to get him in my clothes guard. My brain's like, just freaking the hell out. See, your arms are tired. Oh, your legs, you're you even be able to hold them in this. Oh man. It's like, shut up brain. Like the whole time, yeah. just chattering, just chattering at me, like just nagging the fuck out of me. Um, and so I got him in, you know, I recovered, you know, my guard retention is pretty good. So I was able to recover my guard. And I took like kind of a breather for a few seconds. Like I, I was able to control his posture and kind of get him in my clothes guard. And that's when I started working back up again with my, my, like a higher kind of clothes guard. And he, he was really like tripoding. Like when I had him in my clothes guard, he was like kind of sitting up and kind of like straightening his legs to kind of stand up. Uh, but I was keeping his posture down, like his head, I kept it broken down. So he wasn't able to posture up and stand up to break the close guard, but he was trying to like really put a lot of pressure on me and just like push into me. So I couldn't get an arm bar or anything like that. And sure enough, I just kept working up, working up, kind of fighting because he was just really heavy. And then uh, I kept working up high enough where he was trying to back out. And that's when I got, I sunk in an arm bar on him and I just, I just let him have it. I just laid into it and I had it really deep but he was like really trying to work out and uh he kind of like lifted me up in the air and i still had the arm bar and i'm like dude his arm's gonna break you know like he just wouldn't tap and then sure enough he finally tapped right at the end and i let go so it's kind of funny because my daughter had a video of it from far away but you see me get lifted up in the air and then he taps and i let go and fall back down and so i got the tap on the arm bar just a straight arm bar from that and uh got the win and I was just like, holy crap, like exhausted after that one. It was nuts. Mm -hmm. And it was a hard fight. So it was really intense and it was really fun. But I felt really good because I had that arm bar and I'm like, nope, not letting it go. And it was funny because sometimes, you know, this might be too graphic, but you smash your junk a little bit when you're getting an, an arm bar if it's not exactly in the right spot. Yeah. So I was just like, smash it. Don't care. I'm not letting go of this arm bar. And so I yeah, just let yeah, it yeah. hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was getting smashed and I'm like, oh, well, it's, yeah. I'm not letting go of this shit. And sure enough, he like walked away. He was like shaking his arm and like, I don't know how bad it hurt, yeah. but um, he looked pretty upset, but he was, he was a cool guy. So we shook hands. I told him, thank you for, you know, pushing me and stuff like that. And then shook his coach's hand and went back to mine. And, you know, coach was like, see, I told you, I that was great, man. Great adjustment. I knew you got that. And really good coach. He's just so good. He, he knew he could have told you how that was all going to play out before. And I don't still don't get how he knows that, but yeah, it was great. Good, so man. 
nuts. That second one was tough. I'm like, holy shit, I'm going to the finals, you know, because I had three matches. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I just won. So I'm like, ah, oh, man, fuck. I hope there's a couple more like matches before mine because I'm fucking tired. <laughs> like, yeah, my forearms are just dead. They're so tight. I'm like, oh, like coach is like rest, just sit still. And then they'll get you up there. You're going to be in the finals. I'm like, oh, crap. So one of the guys, he helped me like kind of massage out my forearms because they just hurt so bad. And uh, he was kind of, you know, working me through it, telling me how to, you know, watch, you know, work on like getting the crown of the head, you know, just helping me with what he needed to talk to me about. And then uh, it was like, you know, the other guy, my other training partner, he lost both of his matches. And so I had to watch him lose two matches. And I'm like, oh, shit, like started getting you nervous, you know, like, damn, you can get in there and get, you can go in there and lose. Like, so it was nerve wracking, like, and then, oh, fuck the finals. Like, can I even win this? Like, man, oh, maybe I'll just be good at like getting second. And, you know, maybe I did enough to get second. My brain was telling me because my yeah. brain just didn't want to do it. It's just like, hell no, I don't want to go get another one. No, I don't want to do that. And I'm thinking like, man, do I even have the energy? What the hell am I going to do? yeah fuck it was like a constant there's no comfort in it it wasn't like i wish i could tell you like oh yeah once i got going it's like whatever it wasn't like that for me it was intense the entire time it was exhausting the entire time i was tired the whole time and and maybe that's just you know being a new competitor you got to learn how to calm down i remember that as a cop like your first leg bell you're like freaked the hell out you know yeah you're screaming on the radio and you're super exhausted but it wasn't ever comfortable, but you like knew how to manage, you know, the excitement later on, like once you had more experience, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if that's how that works out with competing too, but yeah, I wasn't comfortable at all. It was intense as hell. These guys are like berserkers, man. They come at you and they want to like rip your head off. Yeah. Okay. So you had two matches in between your second and third match. And yeah. then were you kind of eyeing your opponent, the guy who made it to the, to the you know, final was- with you? It was confusing because I wasn't sure which one was which because I, I saw a couple of matches from my, my bracket, but the, and he won the guy that I was going to the finals. That guy, once I figured out who I was going up against, um, he won like his match and I got to see that one. But I was confused as because they were mixing us up with two different weight classes. So I didn't know which one was which. I'm like, shit, which one's which? Like, whatever. Um, so I didn't know who I was going to. I didn't really, I saw him win, but of course it was a blur and I just didn't know who I was going to compete against for the finals. So, yeah. um, once they finally said, Hey, it was funny. Cause the, in the finals, both of us were named William. He, he was William like Brown or something like that. And I'm, you know, William Dennis. So I was like, Oh shit. Like both Williams going at it here, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it was crazy. Cause it's like coach like, Hey, your daughter saw that. Like I was watching them. They're really like your family's up there. They're really excited for you. You know, like you're doing this in front of your family. This is what it's all about. And I'm like, Oh shit. You know, like he just knows the right things to tell you to get you going, you know? Yeah, so I'm yeah. like, oh fuck yeah. I got to win this finals for them. Like I can't just, you know, sit back on, you know, winning two matches. I got to win this one, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I remember just being super tired going, well, fuck it. Let's do it. Like, let's see what happens. Yeah. So you, so you got out there and how'd that, how'd this fight go? What, what was this guy like? He, he how, was, a, how was he he built? Was, it was funny. He's built very similar to me. He had shaved head, you know, a uh, tall lanky guy and he was wearing a black and brown gi. And uh, so, you know, very similar builds with the same name. I'm like, Oh shit. It's a battle of the Williams, you know, like, here we go. So <laughs> Battle against yourself. Yeah. And so it was very similar kind of like, I, I'm assuming with his similar build, he's probably gonna have a similar game to mine. Didn't know. Um, so I'm like, okay, we'll see how this goes. And so of course you start out, you shake hands and then they say go. And it's just really intense. The hand fighting and, and getting grips and is very intense in the beginning. Cause everyone's just like, like really like hardcore, like go at it right in the beginning. And so he came at me and we kind of spun around and we ended up going down to the ground right in front of his coach. Cause they're on both sides of the bench, like the, the booth. Yeah. And so we, we went down on the mat right in front of his coach and his coach was like, kind of like right in my ear. I could hear him really close. I didn't look at him. I didn't see where he was, but um, he was really close. And what's funny is he starts calling the guy. He's like, come on, iron fist. And I was like, what, what the, <laughs> like his nickname was iron fist, like iron <laughs> fist, let's go work the angle. Like that, you know, move, move to the, move to the right. So you get the right angle. And I'm like, 
what the hell? And I kind of have him like, I have one leg around his back, but my other one, my foot's caught underneath him and my knee is out to his side. So I haven't closed the, the oh, close yeah. guard yet. Kind of like a and butterfly so type like, of deal. Yeah. Like one butterfly, the other one, my leg is around his back. So I don't, haven't got to the close guard yet. And so we're fighting and kind of transitioning through that. And I'm able to kind of get him to close guard and start working my way up. Uh, but really intense dude, like right in my face, super strong, not letting go, not, not giving in at all. And so we're, we're fighting right in front of his coach and, the, um, you know, his coach is yelling and calling him iron fist and shit, which is really weird. I was like, God damn, what, who the hell am I fighting with right here? You know? <laughs> like, who the hell is iron fist? Yeah. Like, what are you going to Kung Fu me? But so I just remember being super tired, like, holy crap. Okay. Keep working your clothes guard. This is, it was just so exhausting. And so I was trying to work towards, you know, working up and I ended up, you know, kind of, uh, as I got that leg free, I trapped the arm and I was able to get him into a triangle position again. Um, cause I I'm pretty good at sinking in that triangle, like, you know, from my close guard. And so I got him into that position and he was just fighting that like crazy. And I could see that he was kind of like starting to kind of fight to get some air. And so I grabbed onto his collar and I was pulling the collar like across his neck. I was doing anything I could to kind of make it more difficult for him trying to get that arm. And, uh, I was able to work it so that I can get um, his arm in a bad position and start cranking up on my hips to get the arm bar on him as well from that triangle position. And, uh, we were just fighting for a few minutes like that. And sure enough, you know, I could, he was looking at me and I could tell that he was kind of like starting to wane down, like starting to get like tired and kind of panicked because he wasn't breathing good. And so I just sunk in it a little tighter and then I really cranked on the elbow and that's when he finally tapped and, uh, I won. So it was nuts, man. It was like, cause I was like, I don't have anything left. I don't, I don't have anything left. I don't know how much more I could do, but I'm like, no, nah, he's more tired than I am. And we we're looking in each other's eyes and it was just like, whose soul is going to break first. I'm like, not mine, dude. I'm just going to go until I, I'm nothing. And so I could tell that it's, and I was just trying to do anything I could to kind of heighten his, like, I guess, fear. I don't know what it would be where you're like, I can't breathe good. Like whatever his mind was doing to him, which is what mine was doing to mine. I was just trying to heighten that for him. Like, okay, I'm just going to make him panic a little bit more. If I can get after his throat, I can get after whatever, like that's going to make him panic a little bit more. And describing it sounds a lot more concise than it felt like it was much more rushed and stressful and strenuous and intense during the role. Trying to describe it sounds a little bit more methodical, but it's very intense in the middle of it. So yeah, the, the coach is yelling like, no, 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 watch the, watch the triangle, do this. And he's yelling in my ear. So I'm like, damn. So I was kind of using his coach to kind of do the opposite of what his coach was telling him to do. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to sink this in a little deeper then. And so yeah. I was kind of using his coaching against him. I don't know if it helped, but that's what I was thinking. And then sure enough, I get the tap and I'm like, holy shit. You know, and like, I told him, Hey, thank you. Cause he didn't quit. Like he was really pushing it till he was going. I think he was going to go out if he's, held on anymore and afterwards he came up to me he's like hey i push it to the very end i was just starting to feel like blurry and that's when i tapped and i'm like hey totally understand thank you you know yeah and uh so i push it to the very edge with him and, and it was a good match it was fun that's cool man yeah that's it was good. intense the whole that's time all, that's it awesome. wasn't like there was no relaxing there's no chill like it was just like god dang this is nuts man yeah i bet after right after that last tap there was chill i bet you freaking yeah, your whole body just relaxed i bet man it, it, and i don't think in until like i went over to the ref and then he raised my hand and i was just like oh shit like i just thought about my family and i knew where they were sitting in the stands so you know i waved at them blew them a kiss like to my kids and uh, when i went over i shook his coach's hand and i went over and gave coach a hug and he was just like, great job. I told you, like, I knew it. And I'm like, dang, like, thank you so much for pushing me to this. You know, this was great. Like really getting me to do this and, and for believing in me, you know, cause it, it takes sometimes like borrowing someone else's belief in you for you to push past your own limits. And yeah. I think that's really, that's when it sank in like, holy shit, I, I just won this freaking thing. Like I was just trying to compete. I just hoping I'd win one match. I didn't yeah. really know what to expect. And that's how low I had my limits set for myself. And I just wasn't seeing what coach was seeing or what my wife was seeing. I just wasn't giving myself the credit, you know, for the work I'd put in. Yeah. Isn't that crazy, man? The power of, of the mind, man, you know, like yeah. imagine as you move along, as you 
as you start, well, now you're probably starting to see it, but it's as you see it more and more, you know, as you, and you're going to become even more, you know, a force to be reckoned with as you, as you step out there, as you believe that, fuck, I'm going to, I got this shit, you know, I got yeah. this shit. None of these motherfuckers can, can, can get me, you know, that's a, that's, I'm sure you learned some powerful lessons about yourself in that process, man. Yeah. I think the most is how much I was doubting myself, how much I didn't see what everyone else around me was like, yeah, you got this. And I'm like, what, how, how could you say that? And it's just, it's all my own self-doubt. It's my own self uh, disbelief, you know? And the thing is, is it's almost like, well, I'll have belief when things get easier or they make more sense, or I get it, or I'm not confused or doubtful. The truth is you're going to be doubtful the whole way through. There's not going to be an easy spot. It's not like the rounds got like, as I rolled more, it got easier. It was just as hard. It's not harder because I was more tired, but it's just the mindset. It's like, no, I've got this. Like I can do this. I'm trusting coach. I know what, you know, he's a great coach. He's leading me the right direction. I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to follow the game plan. I've been through this before and, and just pushing yourself, pushing yourself past your own mind. Like my own mind was working against me during those matches. And it's just yeah. like, Hey, I'm not sitting here listening to, cause I would have just ta- like let him tap me in the beginning of the second role. If I was listening to my brain. Isn't that and crazy like, how that works? What man? the hell? Yeah. We really need to condition our brain to work for us. You know, yes. it's yeah. not working for us all the time. And, and mine isn't. And that's what that competition showed me. It's like, wow, how much better could I have done if I wasn't doubting myself 90% of the time, you know? Exactly. That's where a lot of the work, that's where the work is, man, right there. Yes. I think that's, that's what sets what, apart the, the greatest and any, anything you're highly successful in any endeavor, man, is the self-belief. Um, and one thing that you, uh, I think I told you already, but I was listening to uh, this Will Smith video the other day and he was talking about chess and whatnot, but he was saying how you can set these amazing goals and, you know, if you believe it and walk toward it, the universe or God or whatever will, will, will move the chess pieces to get you to that fucking goal and it will happen for you. But what happens is our mind stops us before we even fucking start moving toward those pieces when the universe, the universe is there ready to give it to you, but your mind stops you and you never even take the fucking the first step. So that, uh, that sounds like kind of applies to what you're saying right there. You could have listened as you're telling that story, you're telling me throughout it, you're lacing all the doubts that you were having throughout, you know, what if you would have listened to those? "Ah, I could even during the fight, you're probably like, I could just, it could just take second. Fuck it. I'll be good. You know, imagine if you, if you listen to those, yeah, it, it's weird because it was like a force field around the mat. It was like my body was, my brain was like, mm, I don't want to step back on the mat. I'm like, nah, let's not do another one. Let's, nah, let's not do another one. I'm like, what? Like, that's what we're here for. Like, at least let me just go try. You know, like my brain was like, nah, that's dangerous. Yeah. And what was amazing too is because, you know, I do life coaching. It's not like jujitsu coaching, but it's still coaching. You know what I mean? And it, one thing that really hit me from this watching coach because he's a really great coach. He was really there. He was, you know, to there to support us. He sacrificed a lot to be there. It was great. He's just great. Um, but I watched him real, real pro- quick. Keep that thought while you talk about it. Whoever's listening is going to be like, oh, who's his coach? What schools he go to? What's, oh, yeah. Why don't you give him a shout out real quick? Rivalry Jiu-Jitsu in Fresno, uh, Coach uh, Victor Cervantes. Okay. So now, now our just listeners know who you're talking best. about. He's good, the best good, man. Good dude, man. Good dude. Such a, sure. He's a fun, phenomenal human being and, and father, which was probably the coolest thing I saw is how he came off that mat and just went straight to his son, set his son in his lap and they started reading a book. And he just, I mean, just submitted this huge dude. I'm like, what the, like, he just, it, is that what you were, hold on, go back to that thought you had. One thing you learned as a coach, watching your coach, you were about yeah. to say. Like he, he prepares you. He, he does everything he can to get you ready and then supports you while you step out on those mats and he gives you his insights and he's sharing the stuff with you. But at the end of the day, you got to take the action. You got to go for it. And for me as a coach, now I see that I'm like, wow, like I'm not responsible for whether um, my clients take the action and get the results they're after. That's their responsibility. I'm here to just guide. Like I'm here to be a guide. And I'm like, wow, he really is a phenomenal guide and mentor. Like he just, he has a belief in me. He knows what I'm capable of, whether I know it or not. And he just simply shared that with me and said, Hey, you 
play your close guard the way you know how to, you're going to win this whole tournament. And I'm like, what? Like, really? He's like, he was dead serious. I'm like, all right, I'm going to listen to him. Cause my brain obviously doesn't have it figured out. It's like telling me to go home and shit, you know? Yeah. And so it really, it made me open my eyes to like, wow, I'm, it's just, I'm here to shine a light and, and provide, you know, some light on the path that people are on and go, Hey, I believe in you. I know that it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be comfortable. Your brain's going to doubt the whole time, but you got what it takes. You do have the excellence inside you to make something happen if you want it to happen. And for me, I just watched how confident, how patient and just consistent he was throughout the whole thing, whether it was winning or losing, because my partner, he lost both of his matches and the other guys lost a couple of times. And he was very consistent, like, hey, this is what we're doing. This is our focus. This is where we're going, you know, and what you do with it is up to you. And so it was really cool to see, you know, win or lose, he was right there with you. I think it's I think it's pretty cool that, you know, not only because you're a life coach, I would say even into the mindset realm of coaching, you know, and uh, cultivating the, the the belief type of coaching and mindset. And you've found your way, the universe has opened this opportunity for you to not only with jujitsu, not only develop yourself as a human, physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, you know, gaining confidence, self-belief, all these things that you're gaining from jujitsu, you're also you've got a mentor who's teaching you jujitsu, but also you have a mentor who you can model coaching through, even though you're not coaching jujitsu, yeah. you can watch how a successful coach does his thing and you can, you can draw from that. So you kind of hit the jackpot right there with that whole jujitsu thing, man. So, yeah. And, and, and any, and as we're speaking about it, if, if, you know, William is a, does mindset coaching. So he's very good at it because we've worked together quite freaking uh intensely and we'll, we'll probably do another episode talking about that but uh he's done a lot for me and i don't want to go get too deep in it but i would highly recommend william if you're if you're having doubts if you have a big vision for your life there's something you want to work on if you're stuck and you you know you want to do something bigger but you don't know how to get there william definitely has the tools and has put in the time to be able to help people get there and get into that direction so like i said i can i can attest to that so um, hit him up um, at the Will Dennis on Instagram, or you yep. can even probably, you can maybe email you or something. I don't know. Yeah. The Will Dennis at gmail.com. So yeah, hit up William. So, but um, one other thing you were talking about before we kind of get going, I hear you got some stuff going on in the background there, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, you were just saying how, you know, the metal winning that metal is not that important of a deal to you. That's more like for your coach and the school and the team. Yeah. And what, what's important to you, you kind of, kind of talk about that. You, you, you yeah. mentioned all that to me. You know, when I went and I did the roles against those guys, like the one thing in my head, they, there was the doubts for sure. And it, but there's also these reminders, like you rolled with tougher guys, like you've rolled, you've done the, the hard work. You can, you can get through this, keep going. Cause the guys I trained with, they pushed me, you know, and then same thing with coach, like he knew what to train me on and how to train me. I mean, he guided me the whole way. So the medal is for them. You know, I, I don't want to take like credit for that. Like, Oh, that was just me. I'm just that good. I couldn't have done it without them. Like I just couldn't have, but more than anything, I think for me, like that have this picture of me smiling, I'm holding up the medal when I was on the podium and I'm like, wow, I'm really blown away with just how happy I am. And it, it really was a moment where it really clicked in my head, just how much I faced my own doubt doing that you know, every role constantly throughout the entire role was just my brain doubting and fearing and trying to get out of there. And I'm like, wow, I really had to face myself more than the opponent in there. Yeah. At any time I could have just succumbed to that and be like, yeah, you're right, brain. I'm done. So really it was like the win for me was the fact that I got on that mat three times against three different opponents, three totally different people I've never met in my life and got in a fight with three different people and went for it with all I had. And they went for it with all they had. And at the end of it, I got my hand raised, but really I raised that hand against that own, like my own self-doubt, my own limiting beliefs. Cause I put the ceiling on myself as far as what I didn't think what I was capable of. And I proved myself wrong. And that's the win for me. That's better than a gold medal, but the school, like my coach, my, my training partners, they, they put me in the place to be able to get the gold, you know, that was, that was for them. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's a great story. And I'm sure that can inspire anybody who's listening, you know, if they want to compete or just getting into jujitsu, you know, like the whole process of personal growth and 
challenging yourself and getting past your doubts, you know, so very inspirational first competition story. And do, do you have a picture on the podium, bro? I'm telling you, you should post that shit. If you have one on the, and, yeah. tell, and tell the story you just told, man, that's freaking inspirational, dude. Yeah, I didn't want to because I don't want it to be about me. I don't want it to be like, aha, I won kind of thing. Like, I don't want it to be like that. I really want people to see because usually most people only see the picture and they leave it at that. It's like, no, 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 like, be clear. Like this, this medal is for the for rivalry. This is for a coach. This is for my training partners. But the smile, that's mine. Like, I own that shit because I'm proud of myself in that moment. I Not only did I show myself that, but I showed my kids that like, hey, I was scared. I was doubtful. I didn't know what I could do. I didn't know if I could do this, but I went for it and I did it, you know? And like that's yes, overcoming that, what, that doubt. Yes. What you just said is a freaking story. That's inspirational, <laughs> man. You just said that's your, that's your fucking post. You're right under the goddamn picture. I'm telling you, that's inspire. You inspire people. What you just said, take that, talk about your doubts, put the goddamn picture up. I'm telling you, man, that, that, that will inspire, you know, how many people will look at that, even if they don't comment or anything, it, people, you know, be like, fuck, man, I'm sitting my ass on the couch, letting my life waste away. Look at William, you know, look what he's doing. He has yeah. doubts. He's fucking going for it. He has a family. He's going for it. He's scared. He's fucking going for it, you know? So yeah, yeah. man, keep it up, man. You know, you're being a light for people. You keep working hard. Yeah. And, and that's good, the thing. You're doing great. You know, we all have the doubts, you know, don't let that stop you. And remember the limits that are placed on your, they're inside your head and they're, they're yours. And do you want to hold on to those? Where are they going to take you? You know, yeah. I I was proud to let go of some of those and to lessen the load that the that I was carrying because of them. It's yeah. not something you should, you know. And I'm not saying your first competition you're going to go win gold. I don't know. I didn't know I was going to either. I just have a fantastic coach and amazing training partners. But and maybe you don't. Maybe you lose your first two matches and that's all you get. But I'm telling you, the feeling's the same. Sure, it's a little nicer to have the gold medal. But at the end of the day, if you feel what that's like, the intensity of it, someone trying to come at you and do that, even if you get tapped, whatever happens, you lose by points, who cares? You stepped onto that mat, you shook another man's hand, and you went at it. And you, 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 you both faced your fears, you both faced your doubts, and you went, you went for it. Like There's value yeah. in that alone. Oh yeah. So don't feel like you have to win. It's if no. you go and you sign up and you do it, you're going to get something out of it. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I'm sure those, the guys that, that lost, I'm sure their lessons are just as powerful as the ones that, that you had, you know? So yeah, um, it's just the process of challenging ourselves. So keep it up, man. You're freaking, you're doing great, man. And uh, yeah, I think about, about that time, man, or you, you want to, Get yeah, I gotta go check on them. They're screaming at each other and stuff like that. But I think okay. we got I think we got the the gist of the story. You know, I think I have some videos. I'll have to send them to you or something. We'll have to okay. watch them together. But yeah, I'd love to um, see it, man. We can talk more about it. We can talk more about it later. And uh so yeah, we'll we'll try to we're gonna try to keep this podcast going, just discussing our journeys here in jujitsu and maybe a weekly podcast if we can. Tune in, subscribe, rate, and review. That helps us out. And it's you know, jujitsu life and self-mastery. And if you're into uh, more inspirational type stories like this, uh, I also have a podcast called The Increased Life, Conscious Knowledge and Inspiration, A Guide to Personal Freedom, where I interview cool people and give inspirational talks on different personal development type shit. So check that out. And uh, if you're looking for a mindset coach to help you to whatever fucking goal that you have in your mind, William Dennis will definitely help you out with that. So hit him up. And uh, other than that, yeah, we're, we're just going to keep this going, man. So it was nice talking with you. Let's do this again soon. Yeah, man. It's great that you're getting back into the training and, and uh, the stuff that you're, uh, it's really starting to click and kind of flow again for you. So I can't wait to chat about that too. It sounds like, you know, it's really clicking for you and, and you're starting to build some momentum again. And uh, it's great to see, man. It's good to see you push through. And that's another story that people need to know is it's not easy for you either, even just to train, yeah. but you find a way to make it possible. And that is something people need to know because I'm telling you now that I went to the competition, I don't care so much when I go sore or whatever. I'm like, whatever, uh, this is just how it, it is. But people need to know that it's okay to be sore and pain and, and you still go and train. You don't stop, you know? Yeah. And I think that's something that you can teach them too, because there's injuries that are involved in this and they need to know that even though they're injured, there's ways to stretch and do the things that you do. You sacrifice a lot to make yourself be able to get to there. And, and that's inspiring as well. So let's keep this momentum going. Let's keep training. Let's keep hitting those uh, breakthroughs and keep, keep growing and, and keep this going. Yeah, most definitely, man. Right on. Sounds good. We will, uh, we'll re we, we will reconvene 
maybe next week or something we'll, we'll do it again and i'm going to try to figure out how to get this up up on the uh distributor yeah let's do it so right on man number 12 number 12 yeah number 12 in the books thanks for listening again rate review subscribe to this podcast and share it and anyone else who might be into personal development jujitsu let them know about it we're here to bring any value that we can to you so hit us up ask any questions you have you know we're, we're just moving along on this journey ourselves trying to figure shit out so you know it's just the beginning let's go it's just the beginning every day is just the fucking beginning man yeah so right on man all right yeah William. my next goal man is blue belt so that's the next goal so i gotta get there you know next couple of months hopefully i can push to get that i don't know right on right on man it's i'm <sighs> yeah i'm sure that's that's coming man so um yeah it'll come it all comes with consistency and work so right on man i'll um i'll talk to you soon and i'll let you get to the kiddos and yeah i'll see you later man Awesome. All right, William. Chat with you soon, man. Yep. See ya. Bye.